This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 128 is going to be from Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare us. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28 reads, And do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. God tells us to fear him, to not fear the world, because the only thing the world can do is kill the body. But after that, there's nothing more that the world can do. But that's not true with God. If we're not right with him, we should fear him because he is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Hell is going to be eternal. Everyone that has ever been born in this world is going to be eternal. They're going to be eternal in one of two places. In Matthew chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. There are only two paths in this life, and we're going to spend eternity in one or the other of these destinations. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way which leads to destruction. The path that leads to destruction is a path that is wide. It's easy to go down because you don't have to do anything in order to go down it. If you do absolutely nothing, you're going to be walking down this broad way. But there's another path in this life, but it's narrower, it's hard, it's difficult, and there are few that are going to find it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare us. We're all eternal beings that are either going to spend eternity in hell or heaven. And the path to heaven is narrow and difficult. And it takes loving God and keeping his commandments in order to find that narrow gate. But the way to hell is simple. Simply do not love God and do not keep his commandments And you'll find that broad way because it's easy to get on, but hard to get off. The devil wants to keep you there. He doesn't want you getting off so that you can find your way to Jesus. In John chapter 14 and verse 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. This is how narrow that path is. There's only one way to walk down it, and that's to go through Christ. In Matthew chapter 13, verses 41 through 50, the Bible says, The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all he has 
and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore, and they sat down and gathered the good into the vessel, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare us because it's going to be an eternity. Once we die or Jesus returns, there's not going to be any second chances. How we've lived our life is going to be what we are judged by. God is going to judge us according to his word, John chapter 12, in verses 48 through 50. And if we haven't lived our life in accordance with that word, then we're going to go to hell. Hell should scare us. The prospect of going to hell should scare us if we're not right with God. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. This should scare us. If we're not living our life right, and we know what God has said, This should absolutely terrify us because this is going to be a place of torment. It's going to be a place where there is no comfort. There's going to be wailing and gnashing of teeth because of the torment that is going on there. At the end of this, again, in verses 49 and 50, it says, So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus wants us to know exactly how bad hell is going to be. And so he tells us what hell is going to be like over and over and over again so that we do not want to go there. But he also tells us how good heaven is going to be. And that's what we're going to talk about next week is how good heaven is going to be and that it should excite us. But the prospect of going to hell should absolutely terrify us if we're not right with God. In Matthew chapter 25, verses 41 through 46, the Bible says, Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, As surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Jesus wants us to know that there is a place of eternal punishment. It has been prepared for the devil and his angels. It's not prepared for man. But man will go there if they are not living the way that God wants them to live. If they are not following his word, man puts himself there. God did not prepare this place for man, but man puts himself there when he refuses to follow God. And when we refuse to help our fellow man, when we refuse to live a life of service to others, then we put ourselves in this predicament. 
For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? These people had absolutely no clue that what they were doing was wrong. They didn't know the word of God. They did not know that the two greatest commands, the first was to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. And the second was like unto it, to love thy neighbor as thyself. And they were not doing this. They very possibly could have been the ones that were coming to church, but that's all they were ever doing, sitting in worship, but then going outside of these doors. They never did anything more to show their Christianity to work. Faith without works is dead being alone. And so when judgment day came, God threw them into everlasting punishment because ignorance is not an excuse. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should absolutely scare us. And God tells us over and over what hell is going to be like. And he also tells us how to be pleasing in his sight. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We can know how to be pleasing to him. He's given us his word so that we can see everything that we need to do, everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything to make us perfect or complete. 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. He's equipped us for everything. He's told us what he wants. All we have to do is follow it. But if we're not, we're not following what he has laid out for us in his scriptures, then hell should absolutely scare us because we know better as his disciples. We know better because he's given us his word so that we can know better. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 through 10, the Bible says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer, since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you and to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe because our testimony among you was believed. It is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you. Those that are not living according to how God wants them to live, it is a righteous thing for God to repay those with tribulation. In other words, it's righteous for him to send them to hell. It would be unrighteous for God to allow these people who are not living the way that they need to be living into heaven. And so if you claim to be a Christian, but you're not doing the things that God says for you to do in his word, if you're not always abounding in the work of the Lord, if you're not going out and evangelizing, if you're giving people that are trying to do God's word a hard time, then it's a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation. Verse 7, and to give you who are troubled rest with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, those that are living properly 
It's a righteous thing for God to reward those that are living properly. But he's not going to reward those that do not believe and that do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have not been obedient to the gospel in baptism, then you will not be able to go to heaven. If you do not believe, then you're not going to live the way that you need to live. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Well, this is the reason why he doesn't have to say, He that believeth not and is not baptized. Well, if you don't believe, then you're not going to be obedient to the gospel to begin with, and you're going to be condemned. Because Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare us because of verse 9 here in Second Thessalonians chapter 1. These should shall be punished with everlasting destruction. Let me repeat that. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction. If you're not doing what God wants you to do, you are going to be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power because he is going to come back. We don't know when he's going to come back. It could be a long time from now. It could be tomorrow, but he is going to come back. When he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among those who believe because our testimony among you was believed. If you're not living the way that you should be living, that day should scare you. It should terrify you because it is going to be eternal. It's going to be punishment for all the rest of eternity. And so, if you are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare you because hell is a real place that Jesus talked about. A real place that has been prepared for the devil and his angels, and it's waiting those that will not serve God, that will not live the way that God wants them to live, that refuse to repent of their sins and turn back to God and come back to God. Because it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble us. Those that trouble the church, those that give the church a hard time, those that make it harder for the church to serve God, he is going to repay them with eternal fire. In Jude, verses 6 and 7, the Bible says, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. This eternal fire was prepared for the devil and his angels. But those that will not serve him properly, those that want to go after sexual immorality and other things that are not right in God's eyes, they're going to suffer eternal fire along with the devil and his angels. And so we need to be ready. And if we're not ready, if we're not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should absolutely scare us. In Revelation Chapter 20, verses 14 and 15, the Bible says, Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. If you're not living properly, if you're not, your name is not written in the book of life, then you are going to be cast into the lake of fire. And I don't say this to absolutely say that nobody can make it, but to warn people that we need to be living right and we need to be serving God because our names can be removed from the book of life. Turn with me to Revelation 
chapter 22, verses 18 and 19. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. In order to be saved, your name has to be written in the book of life. And just because it is there doesn't mean that it can't be taken away if you stop living the way that you need to live. If we are not right with God, the prospect of being cast into hell should scare us. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.